You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 493. Yeah, I mean, definitely there are gut check moments, but obviously those gold nuggets is this is persistence. This isn't a get rich quick thing that obviously they want to think, but this is obviously it's time. It's it's hard work. It, it does take money to market. Yeah. And, and I realized or like you guys teach, build that cash buyers. And obviously there's a bunch of gurus out there saying, you know, get the deal first, work on, no, it's cash buyers. Cash buyers are your assets. That's your money, you know? This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. You're listening to another episode here at Wholesaling Inc. My name's Cody Hoffine, and I'll be hosting today's episode. Super excited to be with you guys. For those that are listening for the first time, welcome to the greatest podcast where we break down wholesaling. And it's simply just the art of finding deeply discounted properties. Because if you can do this over and over again, you, my friend, can make a lot of money in real estate. And today we have a rock star rhino that's going to be sharing his story step by step, how he was able to do his first deal. But now how once you do that first deal, it can start this fire. And here in the near future, he's closing his second deal. But this one is all about breaking down the deal, do an actual scenario, case study, break it down step by step. So if this is your first time or whether this is your multiple time coming back, get a piece of paper, get out a pen and get ready to jot down some gold nuggets because he's going to be sharing step by step how he did this deal. Do not let this go past. Don't just say, oh man, that podcast was great. It just made me feel good. It's not about that. It's 100% about getting out there, taking action and moving forward. So here we go. We have today with us, Aaron Gaunt. He is from California and he's in the San Diego area. And he's been in the tribe for a little over four months now. And he's going to break down a deal on how he just closed his first deal. And it's an exciting deal. And you're going to learn some things that are pretty darn important during this. So Aaron, first of all, rock and roll. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what got you into wholesaling, my man. <laughs> so there's a, I got a, a little bit of a story. My name is Aaron. I'm from Southern California. What got me into wholesaling was actually, you guys always said, do a deal as if, let's say, your child was <laughs> got stolen. But then obviously, you know, you can't, you're not going to you know, obviously get your child until, you know, you make a deal. And that's kind of like my story. Actually, I was in a custody battle with my little girl and who she got, she got taken away. And she, um, she fled, the, the mom fled the state, was going to put her up for adoption. And we got, and we actually um, went to court. So obviously I wanted to get the best legal help. Saw wholesaling. Well, actually, I got into wholesaling. Well, I did about a week. I was in YouTube University. Saw wholesaling. Literally just popped up. I gave a call. Didn't even listen to an episode yet. Oh, so you're like brand new to us. It's like, I just saw something about wholesaling. It looked intriguing. That's right. I mean, I was doing a bunch of overtime. I actually a fireman down in San Diego. Uh huh. So I was doing a lot of overtime. I did like GoFundMes. They get that best legal help. Well, anyways, um, I saw Wholesaling Inc. and uh, Skyler gave me the call the next day. Again, I never even listened to that, so I just knew I needed a mentor. So I said, hold on, let me give you a call back. I went, <laughs> I want to research you guys real quick. And about an hour later, I gave him a call back. I said, I'm in. Let's do this. 
Wow. <laughs> so tell me this. I really want to know this from a perspective. I think some of the biggest thing in, in life in general, and I think this is a key, just quick question that you can briefly touch on is, we all know that mentors and guides can make things easier. And this is anything. I'm not saying just specific wholesaling ink. I'm saying fitness. I'm saying everything. You start to look for people that are successful. Usually it's tied to this. What allowed you to do that? It sounds like money was tight, but you were able to move forward. What was going in your mindset to say, hey, I've done some research and I want it to be you guys, but what allows... I'm not worried about why you picked us as much as what allowed you to move through any kind of mental blocks to actually get a mentor? Right. It was definitely uh, the testimonies and stuff like that. As I was going through YouTube University, um, I knew I needed uh, help to get through it. And I saw you guys, I saw the testimony and said, let's do this. And all the money I was actually paying my attorney, I used obviously for wholesale make, for marketing and stuff like that. But the ROI was amazing. That is fantastic. Okay. Well, let's break down first and foremost, your marketing. What was it to get this lead in? What type of marketing were you doing? And how did you actually get like the list to market to? Well, so obviously, um, Wholesale Inc. obviously goes off with direct uh, mail. And let me just tell you, Cody, direct mail isn't dead. And even in the whole competitive California market, everybody always said, you know, if California is competitive, go you know, do virtual wholesale somewhere else. You know what? I didn't do any of that. I did it right here in my uh, backyard. <laughs> um, <laughs> one thing I did, um, so I, I, I did direct mail to a bunch of high equity at first. You know, just not really knowing much, but I did a bunch of high equity. Let's break this down even for those that are listening are like, oh man, what's high equity? High equity is just simply those that have a ton of money freed up in their house. Let's say the home's worth 300,000 and you only owe 150,000. You have 150,000 worth of equity. So he is now sending out mail or getting a list based on this, uh, this high equity. Yeah. So I did about 10,000 mail pieces. Didn't really get much response. So what we did is I would literally go on walks every morning and I would listen to all the past coaching calls. I was obsessed with that. I had to listen to all the coaching calls. I listened to all the podcasts. I did all the research. Because you remember, I needed to do this to get my little girl to safety, correct? Yeah. So, and I, so I had to get that deal. So I did, I did that. But then I went off and I, one thing that you teach us is pinned, right? Yeah. So one the of them... account. That's right. So I started going to more of the distress list and that's uh-huh. when I started getting more uh, better you know, responses. I and, love it. Uh, the deal that I got was off of a uh, notice of default. So I know notice active. of default for those that are out there. You're like, hey, what's notice of default? Typically, your title company will have access to this list, but more importantly, it's it's basically like a pre foreclosure. Right, right. And again, I want to I want to go give. So where I got my notice of default was actually off a program or a website called PropStream. Okay, you actually you get a bunch of stuff from there, and it's you know so that's a little plug for this uh, podcast. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> Well, anyway, so I've gotten, um, so this one was actually a realtor gave me a call. And I've gotten calls from other realtors too that were kind of like, you know, you know, don't send my client postcards, blah, blah, blah. So I was thinking like, okay, what's this one going to be about? So he gave me a call. And he said, hey, you know, I see that my client has a postcard from you. I saw the market yet, but I'm about to put it on the market. Her bottom dollar is 300 Yeah. So I looked it up. Thank God I was on my uh, computer and not like at the fire station. So I did my math real quick. And I was like, wow, this is a deal. But obviously I couldn't you know, really assign it. So I knew in my mind, because we learned in our uh, program and through Bill Rafter helped me out that I could double close it. So I said, yeah, well, I asked them if I, like, would they do 290? And they said, no, the bottom dollar is 300. I was like, no worries. Because obviously we don't have that seller's remorse. So we locked it up at 300 and then we, uh, we got it going. 
Okay. So you're out there doing business with realtors. And here's the thing that's tricky, right? Is we hear this and there's so many natural fears that might come into play. Like, oh man, you said something like, oh man, what does this guy want? It's a realtor. Like you're sending postcards to my client. So you work directly with the realtor and this was pre-listing, right? Like they hadn't listed the property on MLS. So you're working. What was it about this house that wanted the agent to say, hey, it might be smart to just call one of these cash buyers versus just list it? Was it that big of a distressed property? Right. It was a fixer-upper, correct. Okay. What kind of condition to kind of give them a, give our, our listeners a background? What is distress look like for this house? So um, definitely, it was actually in uh, San Diego County and it was kind of almost, almost in the middle of nowhere, it seemed like, but the, the comps there were great. But this home had obviously trash and stuff in the yard. Um, this lady off had like lizards, cages up to the, to the ceiling. This, um, the, so this is the animal house. Let's go. That's right. That's right. So We love animal houses. <laughs> there, were, there were a bunch of things that weren't working. Because obviously, I walked to myself. So obviously, this being my first deal, I got to learn a lot of things that we learned. Yeah. Um, yeah. Such as, you know, obviously, inspection, mail, you know, email blast, text blast, doing all that good stuff. It was definitely an up and down battle with this one because it was with the realtor. And I'm glad I kind of knocked this little more difficult deal out of the way as well. So he would actually change the prices on Zillow. And so my cash buyers were all over the place. But I had 180 at this time, uh, Cody. Is 180 good? Let's let's ask this. Is 180 good? <laughs> so here in Southern California, obviously, I, I have cash buyers from all the way to San Diego to LA. Yeah. So obviously, people in LA is not going to want to buy in San Diego. People in San Diego are not going to want it. So 180 is not that much for that kind of market. Yeah, I really only had 10. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, uh, but I did have my inspection. I did have two that came through and uh, one actually put an offer in and then they backed out. And, but I just realized it wasn't enough. So what I did is actually I had somebody who stepped in who was going to JV it, but, and they were going to get an out for like 360. So that was going to be looking good. But then in, in the long run, I actually got a deal. Um, Cause you remember how we talk about it's uh, the highest and best, right? Yep. So, not yep. just highest, Love this process, but the best because who's going to close the quickest? Because they need yeah. to sell quick as well. Yeah. And so the realtor, he's like, "We want to do things quicker." Like, no worries, I'm your guy. You know. So obviously, I had another guy come in. So the JV deal, they were kind of slacking. I had somebody else came out with a three thirty, and then uh, and I went with them because they were able to close quickly. So okay. my first deal. Now let's go over the numbers real quick. So you put under contract again. It was at did you say three hundred? Yeah. 300K you put under contract and then you go out there, you start marketing the contract and you find someone that'll purchase it for, do you say 330? Yeah. Okay. 330. And was this your guy? Is this your guy that saw it all the way through? Yeah. Okay. So when everything's said and done, what does that look like when it comes to actual, hey, after closing, here's the money that was made? Right. So obviously you have to understand when you, so I use transactional funding. Uh-huh. Here's another thing. This happened throughout the holidays. So my transactional funding lady, uh, she has somebody that you know what I love. I love how you can laugh through this though. This is the best yeah. part about this <laughs> is it's like some people see like a problem or a challenge and they're like, Oh, but then there's this transactional funding is a weekend. And you're just like, my lady. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all about relationships, right? I'm starting to build 100%. And so the, her money, or she had some guy who had the money, 
and it got locked up in Hong Kong. I was like, oh man. And so we had to wait like another week. What was going on in your head when you see this? Because this is very real. Like everyone listening right now, I want you to write this down. There's going to be a ton of roadblocks, challenges Mm -hmm. that face you, that get in your way. But I want you to know that also these roadblocks are there to not happen to you, but to happen for you. And each one of them are there to teach you new things and help you become a better investor in general. What were some of the learning experiences as you're hearing these little hiccups come up from the first guy saying, never mind, I don't want it. And then the JV guy saying, nah, dragging his feet. What were the learning experiences? Because I think those are ever a bit more important than the actual marketing or this. I mean, those are great. Don't get me wrong. But these learning things, it's like, this is power. What did you learn from all these hiccups? Yeah, I mean, definitely there were gut check moments, but obviously those gold nuggets is this is persistence. This isn't a get rich quick thing that obviously they want to think, but this is obviously it's time. It's it's hard work. It, it does take money to market. Yeah, and and I realized or like you guys teach build that cash buyers, and obviously there's a bunch of gurus out there saying you know get the deal first, work on but no, it's cash buyers. Cash buyers are your assets. That's your money. You know, so I went from 180. I now have 1300 and it's still growing, you know, because I learned from that first deal, I needed way more than 180. You know, that 180 actually meant like three. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. So then there was that, then that got pushed for, uh, you know, back a little bit, but then because it was a no steep fall, it was going to pre foreclosure. And so then we had to push that back even some more uh-huh. it took a little while. So I kind of had to babysit it throughout until, you know, closing, which is okay. But we learned a lot in this deal. And then we came out with a $19,000 profit. And it was... Holy smoke. You can't, you can't just skip over this real quick. You know what's coming. <laughs> there's there's got to be some patience between what you just said and what you're about to say. So hold yep. on one sec, because you know what is about to happen. Mm-hmm. So on this deal, you said right around $19,000 after yep. all these closing. Yeah. Hold on one second, my man. Get ready. <laughs> You have been waiting for that victory bell. Cody, you have no idea how, how I've been waiting for that. Again, it's been about you know three and a half months. Me and my lovely lady will sit down. We, we talk about strategies every day. I mean, I'm, I was obsessed with that. I, I wanted to get that first deal out of the way. Yeah. And, and we got it. And I, and I thank you for that, that victory bell. Definitely want to thank you guys for everything you guys do. Aaron, there's more to this. So you were going to go somewhere. Or was that what you wanted to add to it? After the 19,000, when I said, no, 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 stop right there. We got to ring this victory bell first. <laughs> was there something you were going to add to that? Uh, I just keep going. I don't know. <laughs> well, what happens to your mindset now that you've done a deal? What does it look like going forward versus back when you first started? I know you had a lot of energy and you're like, man, yeah. I got to make this work. And it's like back against the wall moment. Now it's like, you've done a deal. Yeah. What does that do to your confidence? What does that do to your reality moving forward? You know, it definitely builds up the confidence. It obviously becomes belief into reality. And let me tell you, Cody, as I talked about in the beginning of this podcast, I was in trial during me, uh, you know, doing wholesaling. I actually had a two-day trial, you know, where we were determining uh, custody of my little girl. You know, yeah. Well, here's the thing: I took that check and I was able to give a big chunk to obviously my attorney because she did a great job. And here's the thing, Cody: I actually got primary custody, and I'm going to be getting her this Friday. Oh and, uh, my goodness. So my little girl's going to have a great, bright future. She's going to have both parents. And yeah, we're excited. That is of- so fantastic. Yeah. So fantastic. This is the stuff that I'm like, man, now we're not talking real estate. Now we're talking family. <laughs> we're like wiping eyes. That's awesome. That's game changing. That's stuff yeah. that now changes your, not just your life. This changes your daughter's life. This changes generational lives. 
But more importantly, going forward, it's probably now like that faith to fact. It's yeah. like, I no longer have to worry about, does this work? And does direct mail work? Or yeah. does marketing work? Or does getting homes under contract at a discount really exist in this high market? Right. Yes, 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 it does. And now going forward, you're going to see a whole new level of confidence. You're going to see a whole new level of commitment. And it's now just going to start working in your favor. And Darren Hardy calls it big mo and it's momentum. It's that small and simple activities that you do each and every day compounded over time. Then all of a sudden, it's no longer just your energy going forward. It's now you got big mo coming to help push you to yep. get this done. So it's super excited for you. Is this something that you always want to do? I think a lot of people want to know this. You work as a fireman full time. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? How many, just to kind of wrap this up and put a big right. ribbon on it for everyone to understand, what does that look like timing? How are you able to accomplish this and work at the same time? Absolutely, Cody. And I got two things to add to that. So yeah, I am a fireman still. And here's the thing, when I was at work, when we're uh, you know on the engine and just you know running errands, I'm talking to sellers. I got people calling me. I'm at the fire department on my computer. You know, I'm, I'm still I'm working still at the fire department. I I'm able to have that kind of schedule as you know a good couple of days off. So I'm able to yep. a lot toward wholesaling. But that was all I've been doing is just wholesaling. I would like to do this full time here real soon, and that's the goal. And and here's another plug. Obviously, you just got done with scale, and it looked like you guys had an amazing <laughs> time. I'm so jealous. We did. We did. We did. <laughs> But I, t- I promise you, Cody, I'm going. That's my goal. Is I'm going to be there. I'm going to have a consistent deals coming through, and I'm. You'll see me there in a couple of years, if not next year. So I love it. I love it. That's fantastic. So to end this, we always like to ask two questions. You're probably familiar yep. with it because you probably listen to every single podcast since going back. If you had to say, I'm starting from ground zero four months yeah. ago. Is there anything you would do differently this time, or is there anything you would have done the same? I mean, obviously, I had some gut check moments. Uh, I felt like, you know, we definitely had our ups and downs. But I'm going to say my golden nugget for this is uh, persistence. Persistence. And there is going to be a lot of tough times. You're going to run into a lot of obstacles. But persistence yeah. is it. And here's another thing I want to give a plug in to people here in California. They might think that, you know, it's hard out here. But what do you guys say? Obviously, there's no competition. It's only collaboration. And I, right. I totally agree with that. And if anybody here in you know Southern California wants to reach out to me, you know you can reach me on my Facebook page, Aaron Gaunt. Um, obviously, my email is algaunt88 at gmail.com. I would love to uh, be any of assistance. And obviously, let's sit down and have some coffee. Um, awesome. Yeah. So, because I know, I know when I was going through, I was trying to reach out to some tribe members and other wholesalers, and some were really uh, go givers, some were not. But I want to yeah. be that go giver. So. That's fantastic. You're going to see that come back tenfold. Yeah. Okay. What about a book? Any book that you've recently read that you're like, man, this is game changing. Well, here's another thing you guys provide to us. And you guys are such great mentors. Within just starting Wholesale Inc. And like I said, three and a half months, I've read five books. And what was that like before? Were you reading that much? Maybe like one a year, you know. (laughs) And um, But you guys have like encouraged us. You guys are the mentors. I Actually, I told Skylar this the other day. And when me and my lady were just sitting around and like, let's say we come to a difficult situation, I'm, we'll look at each other and be like, what would Cody Hoffine do? <laughs> so, uh, well, so he'd when, probably mess it up. So I don't want to do it the way Cody does it. We got to think opposite. That's right. Well, I'm always, I'm always using you guys quotes. I got quotes from you guys that I'm always using. And, um, but obviously my book right now is, uh, you know, Rhinoceros Success. Scott um, Alexander. He's the man. Yes. That's right. That was a good book that you guys recommended. And you know, it's, you got to have that rhino thick skin. And yeah, it was a great book to keep me going. Fantastic. Any last words of advice you want to leave? 
keep going, you know, charge on. Okay, for those, Aaron, you've been a rock star, by the way. This has been a solid, solid episode. I want to thank you for jumping on. I appreciate you taking the time. This is something that takes you away from now, being on the phones, doing things. So this adds value to people's lives. And you'll see that there's going to be things that resonate with individuals that are listening to us. They're like, I can do this. And if only one person, if only one person got that message, we've done our job. But I'm confident many people are listening and saying, my goodness, his back was against the wall. Absolutely. And you found a way to actually do it. And so this is going to inspire people and motivate people. So I appreciate you for doing that and taking the time today. Thanks, Cody. For those listening, take the time to truly just sit there and think about some of the things that Aaron shared today. This is where rubber meets the road. You can listen to it and sometimes feel like, oh man, this, 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 like, this jacks me up. Like I'm ready. This is, I'm ready to go. But the feeling is just partial of it. The feeling doesn't move you to action. Then this podcast goes in vain. And it's not about just feeling good. It's getting out there, getting uncomfortable each and every day. It's not comfortable. It's not easy. But it is something that if you will take consistent small action, this too could be your story. And you can get out there and wholesale your first deal. And if you need help doing that, head on over to www.wholesalinginc.com where me and our team would love to help you build that team. Until next time, get ready because we're going to keep bringing the heat. And so we're going to start bringing some incredible value, incredible guests that are going to help you in this journey. We love you guys. Take care. We'll see you on the next episode. See ya. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.